good afternoon, world. Welcome to another episode of Dr. Nate Live, January 27th, 2023. Hard to believe the 27 days already come by in January already. <laughs> We're already on the 27th. Now today, somebody asked me, this kind of instituted a little bit of a history lesson for today. But um, somebody asked me, you know, how long have you been working with computers? I said, well, ever since the military started issuing them back in the 80s. And he said, how'd you get a hold of that? I said, well, my dad was in the military. And um, they issued him a computer. When I was a kid, you know, six, seven years old. Actually, it was, you know, so 1987, 1988, right in there. Um, I want to call it a Commodore 64, but it wasn't. It was a military-grade issue. Black and screen screen with a, with a simulator called Huey, H-U-E-Y, and NASA. Those are the only two games that were on that whole thing. And I remember my dad said, you know, hey, this is the future of humanity. I was like, and I started looking at it, and I was like, this is the absolute worst thing ever to ever happen to humanity. I was like, this is horrible. This is black and green screen. There was no color. And um, it had the old three and a quarter, three and a half inch magnetic drives. And if you even came near a magnet with the, you know, floppy disk, they called it. It would erase the program because there was no way to protect it. You know, magnets wiped that entire thing out completely. And I um, eventually played those games where I was able to, you know, beat them. But it was more of a simulator on how to fly a helicopter through the jungle. And NASA was how to launch the actual space shuttle. I crashed it a few hundred thousand times playing it the first couple times. Because I didn't know how to play it. <laughs> I didn't understand the objectives with that key, the computer and the keyboard. So, I ended up going back outside a lot of times saying, this is the worst thing ever. And my dad threatened me, if you take this thing apart and uh, I catch you messing with it in that way, I'm going to break your hands. Because I used to have this horrible habit of taking things apart and forgetting how to put them back together. I could take it apart, no problem, but putting it back together was absolutely horrible. Because it didn't make sense on how an engineer put it together. To me, anyway. And so he used to buy me model planes, vehicles, all that stuff so I could learn how to put things together. And eventually I started putting them together without the blueprints because he started taking the blueprints away and said, hey, you've done this ten times already. Now do it without the blueprints. So I started to do that. So I got to learn how to put things together without the blueprints. <laughs> Just so I didn't get in trouble for taking things apart and not knowing how to put them back together. <laughs> That was my problem as a child, as one of them. But computers, yes, to fast forward to where they're at today, where the miniature computer is in your pocket, basically. It's this mobile cell phone, right? And it's basically a mobile computer that can do everything, include talk to people, which, if anybody remembers the advent of technology. So it started with a, you know, black and whites, actually. It was a black and white screen to a black and green screen. The first actual computer monitor was a black and green screen. They went up to the Commodore 64s, the Apple IIs. After the Apples, of course. Nothing against them. They're all they're all horrible. I don't like technology. I like anybody asks me, do you like Mac or PC better? I said I don't like them both. Why? I've crashed them both. I've been in computer labs where especially in my game design program when I was building animated films out for it, I would have fifty-four all hooked together and series so I could do rendering we basically created a mini rendering farm so in the PC and the Mac labs I crashed them both and my teacher used to say 
If you hadn't seen you in here for all those hours trying to render out this film, I would never believe you how much work you've actually done in this computer, this program. I said, well, I eventually got it to somewhat work. I could actually show them the preview of how it was supposed to look. And what I didn't understand back then was poly counts, and, I'd, and what it would do is the graphics card would cause the CPU to overload and crash the entire system. So I learned poly counts after a few, doing that a few times. But even then, I always pushed computers to their max limits, even when I was doing development. But yes, I've seen it go from the old dial-up systems, which nobody remembers that either. You know, AOL, the Greek systems where if you got a phone call in the middle of being on the internet, you got kicked off the internet. That was always fun, too, and you were like, oh my god, you'd be in the middle of doing something and doing that. And part of what I've done in the past where, you know, when video games first started really getting better at things, I remember um, we were like one of the first monitors back with Doom. We created Doom and Doomer with my buddy uh, Dave Kingery and Adam Dwelly. And we built up the um, level where the only thing is, is if you understood where to look, you could find our initials, basically. And it was hidden. And with all my surgeries, I can't remember where it's at. You'll have to, have to ask Dave again to remember, remind me where it's at. He's going to kick my butt for not remembering things. Because as I get older, it's getting worse. But that's all right. I digress. I do remember a lot of things. But not everything is at the forefront of the mind. Eventually I'll remember it two hours from now. <laughs> That's how it works. So we built Doom and Doomer. I did more of the level design. And what we would do with the Doomwad.wad is run around and uh, we converted all the, the bad guys into uh, Barney characters, basically. We were running around blowing up Barney. It was kind of funny. Um, if anybody remembers that. That was one of the first ones we did. was like one of the first mods we did. It was kind of funny. And if you knew where to look, you could find our initials in one of the maps, because that's the only way to do, you know, that was our Easter egg, basically. And took over a few chat rooms before security existed, and that's partially why that exists now. We thought it was funny, and they didn't think so. Anyhow, didn't touch computers for a long time, learned how to type, did a bunch of fun things. Learned how to build video games with the first Unreal Engine, uh, UDK, before UDK even. It was actually just Unreal Engine. Remember when the Unreal 2 engine came out, we were building that. And then the Unreal 3 engine came out, we were building that. <laughs> then we went into UDK. Now it's Unreal 5. Unreal 4 didn't build a whole lot in, but Unreal 5 was kind of good. It's gotten a lot better over the years, but it's still, you know, you're building a game then learned stuff in Unity, learned in Torque, learned in all sorts of stuff. I think Unity is probably the easier one to work with, only because of all the lovely pre-made modules where you don't have to think about a lot of the program thing, pieces of it, where people are like, I don't want to learn program. I was like, you can go buy a template and uh, swap out the graphics and you'll have a game done. So it's not too complicated, but you got to understand how all the graphics work and what, how all that works. Because a lot of the programming has been done, a lot of it's prepaid modules, now it's just building out your story or sharing your great ideas that you have out there. For any of you game developers out there, I hope that helps a little bit, because some of these things, you know, you're not building things from scratch unless you have some grand idea of how to do it. And even to, in today's world, like they said, you're better off using a pre-existing engine because it's already built, you're not thinking about all the ins and outs down to the binary levels. 
yes, it's a good idea to build something. I'm not discouraging that at all because if you understand how to build it and understand how to make it more streamlined than the current technology is, you are absolutely golden. Please do it. Because if it can be better than Unreal and Unity, then by all means do it because there's always better ways to do it. And I know people in MIT that build entire operating systems in three days. So if you have an idea how to build something, by all means do it. Not discouraging that at one bit. So, anyway, just a quick history lesson on uh, how I am. And we'll see you again tomorrow for another episode of Dr. Nate Live. Be safe out there, everybody. See you all tomorrow. Have a great day.